Yeah, there's no question. Uh, you know, it's so important, Bob, that you, the only thing you have is your reputation and your integrity. And to sell that out for anything is really selling yourself out for nothing. And so the bottom line is that, you know, in order to be an effective attorney, in order to be an effective human being, in order to be an effective communicator, in order to do what you do, I think there has to be a sincerity about you and authenticity about you. And I think that, you know, th that's why we prevail. I think you can prevail not by cheating people, not by demeaning people, not by belittling people, you know, but by having a, a sense of integrity and engendering trust. That's our guest, Joey Jackson. Joey Jackson is American criminal defense attorney with his practice based in New York City. Joey was a former New York State prosecutor in legal analysis for CNN and HLN, frequently contributing to other local and national media outlets as an analyst and legal expert. Yeah, I live by life philosophy, and it's something that I've come up with over the course of time, and I call it the powerful P's. Number one, everyone has to identify what their purpose is. Why are you here? What do you want to do? Are you living your purpose? And if not, why? Uh, you know, find a reason to live your purpose, find a reason to go into the position or field you want to go into, to leave the job you're in. You have to take those risks. Number two, persistence. We're all going to trip. We're all going to stumble. We're all going to fall. But the true measure of a person is not that you tripped or stumbled and fell. We all do. We all fail. Do you have the ability to get up? You're not measured by the setback, you're measured by the comeback. Number, the other P, positivity, we spoke about this. Be a person who has a positive mindset. Be a person who looks at and focuses on the glass being half full at all times. Be a person who appreciates your friends, appreciates your wives, appreciates your children, appreciates you know, your spouses and your friends, which is so important. Be another P, a person who pays it forward. You know, we are all here because we had people who cared about us, respected us, loved us, trusted us. Do that. And I think that gets you far by paying it forward. Both Bob and I have appeared with Joey on various different networks, commenting on criminal law cases in the press. It was an absolute pleasure to have him on Nothing But The Truth. I'm Bob Bianchi. At the Bianchi Law Group, LLC, we are a team of former prosecutors who fight the government when they charge our clients with crimes. Our entire legal team is made up of former prosecutors, and my partner, Dave Bruno, served with me in the major crime and fraud units. And I'm David Bruno. In each of the episodes of this podcast, Bob and I will interview guests who have faced adversity in their personal and professional lives and find out what mindset they employed to triumph. Now, we seek the truth through real-life encounters and candid conversations with thought-provoking guests ranging from all walks of life. Here, you will find how today's thought leaders in their industries faced immense challenges and adversities with captivating stories ending in personal triumph and ultimate success. All being brought to you on Nothing But The Truth podcast. Joey Jackson is a legal analyst for CNN and HLN and a founder of Joey Jackson Law. We began our conversation on what makes Joey who he is, his journey as a lawyer and a national legal analyst, and his mindset that drives him every day. So let me just say, backing up before that, that it is a pleasure and a privilege to be on with both of you, uh, tremendous human beings, tremendous legal scholars. 
uh, and tremendous in terms of entertaining and not only entertaining, but in delivering a legal good and a service to, to clients who need them desperately. Uh, I call Bob, just in the interest of full disclosure, BBB, that's Big Bad Bob Bianchi. And when I say bad, I mean as in that good. And so, yes, we have had some very good times together. Uh, we appeared frequently and did our thing. Uh, and I miss that so much. I got to tell you, Bob, a quality individual, just a good guy, a wonderful human being, and brings it uh, with the heat on television. And, you know, it, it was very clear to me, having met your partner, Dave Bruno, uh, that birds of a feather, they do flock together. And so you guys together as a collective just make a wonderful unit. Uh, you know, Dave brings it as well on TV doing his thing. I know he's a family man like you, Bob, uh, and like I aspire to be. And uh, you guys are, are the best of the best. And so thanks for having me. And I just had to say that before getting into the nuts and bolts in terms of your question. Um, so... How did this all happen? This was all an accident, I should just say, by interest of full disclosure. I was never much of a student. Uh, you know, a lot of people think, and for those of you who are, whatever it is you may be doing, whether you want to go into film, TV, law, be a doctor, a scientist, or whatever, you know, I was not one of those people who said since one years old, I want to be a lawyer one day. Uh, my journey was very late. And even when I was 17 and graduating uh, from high school, I had no clue what I wanted to do in life, didn't even want to go to college, uh, didn't do that well in high school. And, you know, it, it took people around me to sort of inspire me, develop me and to say, you know, why don't you start taking your life seriously? And what I find is that when you give yourself an opportunity, you can potentially shine. What do I mean by that? I'll be brief. You know, I'm one of those people who, when I was younger, and even now, in the event that I didn't work, I didn't do well, right? In high school, I never really studied, so I didn't do well. There were people around me who were just naturally brilliant. They didn't have to work, and they excelled. Me, I had to put in the time. But when I found that I put in the time, there was a direct correlation between the work that I did, the time that I put in, and the actual consequence or the result of what I did. And so when I went to college, I met a mentor uh, and he, as a result of him taking me under his wing, he now works with my law firm. He's our attorney emeritus. Uh, and he just really inspired me and developed me. And through that, I decided I wanted to pursue this legal career. And, you know, here I am uh, having the benefit and privilege of speaking to you and having the benefit and privilege of having helped so many clients and people who, who needed help. And so, you know, I, I just say to everybody out there, if it's whatever it is you want to do, find your purpose, find your internal pilot light, the thing that inspires you. I was never good in math. I was never good in science, but I was always good at, you know, relating to people somewhat, figuring out problems somewhat, expressing really issues and really developing stories. And we as lawyers are storytellers. And if we sell it, sell it right and tell it right, I think we're able to do a pretty decent job. And so that's how my journey began. I could relate. I could relate to everything you just said, Joey. I was the same way. Never really took school seriously early. Didn't know where I was going. It took the right people to really guide me and get to where I was. So I think it's something that a lot of people could relate to. Our audience here may not know exactly what they want to do, but I mean, personally, and I know this is some a sentiment that you share, 
I believe that mindset, mindset is everything. And I follow you on social media and I like your posts and I even share them on my stories. And I have to point out that you continue to push positive quotes and the positive mindset. So could we talk a little bit about that as to why you do those things and what goes through your mindset as you do? So, you know, David, that's so important to me. You know, my dad, may he rest in peace, was the most positive person that you would ever meet in your life. And I remember him coming to my baseball games and I would literally, you know, when I pitched, I'd walk the bases loaded and then I'd walk four runs in. And he said, you know, after the game, I, I would just talk to him. I said, Dad, I was terrible. He said, no, you weren't. You would, you know, you pitched so gracefully and you hung in there and you were motivated. And you, if you just, you know, alter your form just a little bit, but keep trying and don't get down on yourself. And you'll find out that if you just alter and keep trying, you'll get there. And so the next game, I only walked four batters. And the next game, I walked three batters. And the next game, two. And when I would strike out, he would say, but your swing, it's just so fluid. And just keep your eye on the ball. Never a negative word to me. And that really inspired me because I found that with his telling me those positive things, it inspired me to do better, to want to do better, to believe that I could do better. And so that's something that I've really taken with me all my life. And it's something that I've, you know, pretty much done with my family, you know, and my children. And so I just think that uh, it's important uh, in terms of your mindset to believe you can, to know you can, to focus on what you have, to be gracious, to have gratitude, to be thankful, not to be thinking about what the negative things are and how someone offended you and what you can't do and what you don't have, but what you do have and the wonderful people around you and how you know they uplift you and how you have the ability every time in life to uplift someone else. It may be even as simple as a smile, David. It may be something as simple as giving a piece of advice, but we all have the ability, I think, to trigger that spark in other people as it was triggered in us. And that's what I try to do every day. Yeah, you talk about your father and talk about the baseball games. And I know that you're a proud father yourself. And I see the posts out there and you supporting your family. Can we talk a little bit about that, how family is so important to you? So fa family is, is everything, right? I mean, you know, I think it's just such an important thing that we're here and we have the great ability to uh, really help and assist other people. And I just think that when you have relationships and people who are so vested into your well-being and who you could influence and motivate and inspire and develop, it's just such a, an awesome thing, I think, to be a dad. And now, you know, my son is in his second year of law school. Uh, he's, uh, you know, doing his thing and working with me. He goes to Fordham. Uh, and you know, I never pushed him to be a lawyer. I always pushed him to do anything he wanted to do, whatever that was. He just happened to go into this field. And I just think it's a, it's a wonderful thing to see. And my other son, who's my stepson, when I met my wife, uh, you know, he was a little boy at the time, um, Philip, and I, there's Justin. And he works with me in, in the firm and he does his thing too. And, uh, I just think, you know, not to mention my wife who really is responsible for all the brains in the family. 
Um, you know, if it wasn't for her, I don't think, uh, you know, there'd be another lawyer uh, besides me. And I don't think I'd be able to do the things I need to do or could do because of all she means and all she represents. And so, you know, I, I just think family is important. I think it's important to assist and inspire and develop other families and friendships. And I think that if we continue to keep family units strong, we could have less problems in the world because Lord knows we have a whole slew of them. Yeah, Joey, you know, it's funny, uh, you mentioned, you, you speak our language, and uh, myself and David got trained by Dr. Brene Brown, uh, a famed psychologist in what we call the Daring Way program, and people kind of looked at it as we were odd being there, like, why are you guys getting all this training? We went to San Antonio, and I was like, because we're dealing with people that are broken, mentally ill, addicted, or having the worst problem in their lives, and we want to be able to have a better language, and my whole staff, they talk about mindset, is about our primary responsibility is to make a difference in the lives of other people and then give them excellent legal results. I think a lot of times the legal field sometimes is a little antiseptic towards what the person's actually going through. Do you have any thoughts on that? I, I really do. I think, you know, we as lawyers have a great responsibility, uh, Bob. I think that responsibility is not only in providing legal advice and counsel, but it's also an in inspiring confidence. It's also an in engendering trust. It's also in garnering respect. It's also in telling our client's story. It's also in being relatable to our client and relatable to anyone who we're really giving that story to. And in doing and in having the skill we have, it's one thing to be a lawyer and to be an effective lawyer. It's another thing to be a human being. The legacy that we leave is, is more about, you know, it's, it's more about the lives that we've assisted, the people we've uplifted, uh, you know, and that it, it means a lot. And so when you look and focus on developing and working with clients and building bonds and building trust and everything else, we lawyers need to learn and be really not only <laughs> into the law, but we have to learn so many other disciplines right. in order to have the bedside manner that we need to develop our businesses and win our cases. And that's what life's all about. And that's what life is all about. All right, Joey, you are amazing. I, I wish we had you on for hours. I, I, you're, you're so much in the heart space as to who we both are, Dave and myself. And and it's no wonder that we're good friends. You, you know, Joey, you said something that's very profound, and I and I say it all the time. Dave's been listening to me say it all the way back in the days when we were working together in the prosecutor's office. On my deathbed, if I have an opportunity to contemplate at that time, I want to know I made a difference in the lives of other people. I could care less about whether I did this or got that or how much I had. That is the true value of what my my uh, work is going to be in life. But I've also found that when you're like that, like you are, you can still be successful, if not even more successful. I think people sometimes look at these are in opposite concepts to be kind and decent and gracious. Um, and I... And I know from our standpoint, we walk into that courtroom, we're beasts. Uh, we try that case, but we do it with dignity. We do it honorably. We do it fairly. Give me your, uh, just follow up a little bit on, on that importance of who you are as a person. And that I assume every decision you make in your life goes back to that basic as to who you are as a person. Yeah, there's no question. Uh, you know, it's so important, Bob, that you, the only thing you have is your reputation and your integrity. And to sell that out for anything is really selling yourself out for nothing. And so the bottom line is that 
you know, in order to be an effective attorney, in order to be an effective human being, in order to be an effective communicator, in order to do what you do, I think there has to be a sincerity about you and authenticity about you. And I think that, you know, that's why we prevail. I think you can prevail not by cheating people, not by demeaning people, not by belittling people, you know, but by having a, a sense of integrity and engendering trust. You know, when we do these jury trials back in the day when we used to do them, when there wasn't this COVID thing out there and everything wasn't by Zoom, you know, to connect to the jurors, jurors will go with that person that they trust, that person who they find uh, you know, has a message that carries the day. And so I think it's just very important in your dealings with whomever you deal with to deal with people in an upright way. And it always comes back to you. And the last thing I'll say about it is, you know, to trigger off the first thing you said, you know, living a life means living a life that has purpose. It means having an assignment. It means carrying out that assignment. And there's some people, everybody does things differently. And I'll never tell you I have a monopoly on wisdom. But what I found in life is that I pursued that which I loved and which I loved, you know, really turned me into a person who had some measure of success. I didn't follow the money, right? And it's okay that people do and people will, and I'm not making judgments about that. But I was a prosecutor, you know, a broke prosecutor once upon a time. Um, you know, and that's what I did what I love to do. And what I found is that by having that skill, by treating people fairly, by not taking the quick hit, by being honest and honorable with clients, by being reasonable and decent with clients, it really compounds how many clients you get, the cases you get, the money you make, the things you're able to do. And so I just think it's always uh, the better policy. I mean, you know, we're, we're all imperfect and I would never claim to be. Um, you know, I'm the least perfect person in the world and I'm trying and a work in progress every day. But I just think that if we do the right thing more often than not, we'll be rewarded for it. And it may not be immediate. You know, it took me a long time, uh, you know, to have the benefits of, of what I have now and a lot of help and a lot of great people around me and a lot of great friends like, you know, Bob Bianchi and David Bruno. Um, you know, but but I got here. It might have taken me 15, 20 years uh, you know, to get to a, a position of, of, of freedom and et cetera, et cetera. But I, but I got there by trying to do it the right way. And so I'd encourage everyone, you know, that shortcuts are, are really never the way to go. Yeah, I think it's an understatement to say that you've gotten here, Joey. You are here. Um, and look, you're, you're a trial lawyer that has been successful in front of juries. You are on national television in the national stage. And a lot of our viewers, our audience, they're terrified of opening up their mouths in front of groups and people. So with all of the success that you've taken to get where you are, what advice can you give our viewers that may be scared to open up and share themselves? Yeah, so, you know, what I say, David, is I think that you know, I live by life philosophy and it's something that I've come up with over the course of time and I call it the powerful P's. I think that there are a number of things that, you know, we all have to do in life and we're all works in progress and, you know, we're all trying hard every day. But I think if there's a certain life philosophy you go by and I'll go through it briefly, I think it can really elevate you and it could inspire others around you. Number one, everyone has to identify what their purpose is. Why are you here? What do you want to do? Are you living your purpose? And if not, why? 
you know, find a reason to live your purpose, find a reason to go into the position or field you want to go into to leave the job you're in. You have to take those risks. Number two, persistence. We're all going to trip. We're all going to stumble. We're all going to fall. But the true measure of a person is not that you tripped or stumbled and fell. We all do. We all fail. Do you have the ability to get up? You're not measured by the setback. You're measured by the comeback. Number The other P, positivity. We spoke about this. Be a person who has a positive mindset. Be a person who looks at and focuses on the glass being half full at all times. Be a person who appreciates your friends, appreciates your wives, appreciates your children, appreciates you know, your spouses and your friends, which is so important. Be another P, a person who pays it forward. You know, we are all here because we had people who cared about us, respected us, loved us, trusted us. Do that. And I think that gets you far by paying it forward. Be prepared, another P. Plan ahead, another P. Uh, you know, I think to the extent that we do that and I can go on, I think that living that life philosophy really helps you. And, you know, sometimes change is very incremental and we don't see the interaction we have and what that can do. But every time that we're positive, that we plan, that we pay it forward, that we do the right thing, it plants a seed. And one day that seed will grow into a tree and it'll be a blazing hot day. And so many people will have the ability to stay cool in the shade because of the you know, seed that you planted. So that's kind of how I, I live and not to say that I don't fall off course and, you know, uh, you know, but I, I just try to do the best I can. And sometimes when you do that, uh, it, can, it can really take you somewhere. See, Dave, I, I think people can get an idea why Joey is one of the, and I think the best legal analyst on TV and the way you describe things. Joey, I, I'm interested in what your thoughts are on this. We probably talked about it before. Um, when I was prosecutor, I put a big plaque on a couple of places in the office. There was the man in the arena. Unfortunately, it wasn't, it's gender, gender specific, but it was a quote by Teddy Roosevelt about getting in the arena and fighting the fair fight and not being one of the people in the cheap seats that are critiquing people. Um, so I felt that that was important when I try to communicate a message is just do it. Just go in there and the P's that you're referring to. And if you're okay, you don't lose. You win by just being in the arena itself. But I want to talk to, uh, to you about another arena. You can comment on that. But also public critique. There is nobody who is going to be in the position that you're in, whether it be a criminal defense attorney and they think all you do is get guilty people off or when you're a prosecutor, all you want to do is put innocent people in jail. And as a legal analyst, it's brutal out there. How do you handle, uh, what are your thoughts on about being in the arena? And how do you handle that by being in the arena? There's no question in my mind you've been critiqued. And uh, just uh, a public information statement, whoever critiqued Joey Jackson, you're wrong. <laughs> you're very kind. No, listen, you know, I, I think we grow by critiques and some people can be, uh, you know, pretty straightforward uh, about the critiques they have. But, you know, I subscribe to this philosophy, Bob and David, and that's this. There's one way never to be criticized, and that's to be nothing and to do nothing. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's not, a, uh, that's not really an option. And so as long as we're in the arena, as long as we're trying, as long as we're moving forward, as long as we're being the best and giving the best of what we have every day, there are people who are not going to like what we do, like what we say, like what we wear, like who we're with. <laughs> That's just a part of the process. Um, you know, but look, I respect that too. People are entitled to their opinions. I value them. Their opinion is no less valuable than my opinion. Uh, my opinion is no more valuable than theirs. But the one thing I would say, it comes back to my P's, is no matter the critique, 
no matter the blunder, uh, you know, no matter what you do, just keep moving. You know, I, I always equate it to football, uh, you know, and I know it's no longer football season, but one of the dynamics of football is the running back always has their legs moving, right? Because as long as your legs are moving, you can bounce off one person and somebody else might miss and you can get into the end zone. And so people will come at you and they'll attack you and do whatever they do to you. And that's okay. Because, you know, that's the what the world we live in. But I would just say to everyone that that happens to, you know, rise above it, uh, keep moving forward, uh, and let it flow right off of your back. And the best revenge is always to live well. So keep living well. <laughs> so true. Dude. Yeah, look, I mean, we've learned so many lessons over the last couple of years, given COVID and the quarantines and, and trauma, death, etc., you know, Joey, what's been one of your biggest takeaways from what we've experienced the last couple of years? Yeah, you know, I have to tell you, David, it's been a tough time. And I'll answer that this way. Who would have ever thought that we would have really just been knocked on our behinds, really, right? You had this COVID, you got the Delta, you got the Omicron, you had all of this stuff that just really hits you from left and right field that really impairs our way of life. Who would have thought that going to a restaurant would be a big deal? That going to a gym would be a, a huge deal? That having a courtroom open up that God forbid I should see and look a juror in their eyes would be a big deal. And so I think that the takeaway for me uh, to both of you, Bob and David, is perspective. You know, we have so much to be grateful for and to be thankful for. And when we think about the things that we might complain about, it really, I think, to COVID, really forced us to look and say, is it really that significant that your coffee that was given to you is not that hot? Is it that significant that, I mean, all the things that we really complained about, and you look now and you take it to this crazy war and not to get into that, but, you know, we have a, a warm home, a loving family, a meal to eat, uh, you know, people around us who care enough about us friends who are kind enough to invite us, you know, to, on their shows to say a few words, uh, you know, via Zoom. So it really has given me perspective that the things that might have bothered me in the past, they're just not, they just don't matter. Mm. And so what has to matter are, you know, the, the people we care about, what matters is living a life where, you know, we have other people around us who inspire and motivate us and uplift us. And I just think that it goes to the mindset, taking it full circle, that both of you are big proponents of. I think if you have the right mindset of gratitude and know all you have and focus on all your blessings, I think those blessings multiply. And I think when you focus on other things, it's not as effective. And so it really has given me a renewed appreciation just for life itself to be able to be, uh, you know, finally go out and say, wow, you couldn't go to a stadium. You couldn't go anywhere. But yet, you know, I don't have the best seat. This is ridiculous. I can't. I mean, come on. Look at all that we have. And so that's my, my takeaway. Yeah, you know, Joey, it's funny. We're, we're going to have to close the show, unfortunately. I, I hope you can come back. But one of I, I teach a, a course called Joyful Journey. It's about gratitude in the present moment, which I think is a recipe, uh, again, speaking the same language. But one of the uh, blog posts that I wrote just before COVID broke was walking from um, Penn Station, New York, to a studio that I had to go to where I host the show a couple of times a week. And all the people and crisscrossing and who's looking at their phones and, you know, <clears throat> like the maddening pace of New York City. And then, like, literally a week later, 
it all shut down. And I remember having to go in when just on an emergency basis, and there were like two people on the street. And it, I had to reflect back that to your point, here you were kind of like getting it off your chest about all the people. And now here there's nobody. Uh, I didn't appreciate in that moment the beauty of, of who we all are as a people, uh, but I'm glad we're getting back to normal. Hey, Joe, Joey Jackson, WMTR Radio is nothing but the truth. Your host, Bob Bianchi, Dave Bruno, every Saturday at 10.30 a.m. And Dave, podcast and social media. Yeah, I mean, it's nothingbutthetruthpodcast.com where you have the opportunity to subscribe to the podcast and watch all of our great videos, including this one. So if you're listening to on the radio, don't forget, Wednesday is when the video will drop of our man, Joey Jackson. Joey, we appreciate you coming on and we'll see you on television. Appreciate you guys more. Big Thanks. Bad Bobby Aki and David Bruno in the house. <laughs> Take care, Thank you guys. Hey, Joe, be in touch, baby. Awesome. Looking Thank forward. You. Be good. Thank you. Joe Hill, me God. Our friend Joey Jackson taught us about the power of mindfulness, positive thinking, and persistence in the face of adversity. Thank you. I was truly motivated when Joey reminded us to keep moving forward no matter what, even in the face of criticism. Quote, no matter the critique, no matter the blunder, no matter what you do, keep moving. I always equate it to football. One of the dynamics of football is that the running back always has their legs moving so you can get to the end zone. Rise above it all moving forward. Let it flow right off your back. And the best revenge is always to live well. End quote. You've been listening to Nothing But The Truth Podcast with me, David Bruno, and my partner and host, Bob Bianchi. We are two former prosecutors and media personalities. If you enjoyed this podcast, we'd really appreciate it if you could leave a review and share this podcast to anyone that would benefit from these stories of rising from adversity and thriving for ultimate success. For more information on this interview with Joey Jackson, see the show notes of this episode in your podcast app or visit nothingbutthetruthpodcast.com for more information and new episodes all in one place.